Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Rot Podcast. This is a very special episode. Episode 10, it is the 10th anniversary episode, which may not be a big deal to you, but it is a really big deal to me. So I'd like to take this as an opportunity to really just share the story of the Rot Podcast. So if you're listening on a typical podcast streaming platform, that's amazing. Uh, however, I also have this video. I'm also recording video, and I have that available um, on IGTV as well. So welcome, and I hope that you will uh, bear with me for these next uh, few minutes as I talk about the Rob Podcast, celebrate the past, and I have some really cool announcements coming up as well, so uh, anticipate the future. But anyway, so... The Raw Podcast really started on November 18th, 2018. That is the the conceptualization, the uh, really when that started, the conception in my um, in my mind when I had this idea. And excuse me, I was um, getting out of a Research 201 class, um, residentially, amazing, <laughs> as a freshman, and. Um, I, I walk with my buddy every, uh, every day at the end of that class. Um, we walk to, from that class to the rots, and we would just eat at the rot before our next classes. Well, I remember this time was just the idea of the rot podcast, and um, my original idea, it was pretty stupid and silly, and that was the point of it, was to be stupid and silly, uh, was to just have, like, Liberty Famous people on uh, this video and audio show. Um, it originally wasn't going to be a podcast. It was going to be, a um, like, a YouTube series where it would just be, like, an interview-style thing. Um, and my only my only goal, really, was just for clout. It really wasn't... There was nothing strategic. There was no message. It was just for for clout, for to get people with a big platform on Liberty's campus together and... Um, on this show, and it was originally going to be called the Rotcast, um, and it was going to be a YouTube series, and um, it everything went wrong. Basically, is is how that started out. Uh, from November uh, of eighteen, this is to I would say like February March of nineteen. Uh, this idea just kind of changed around, and uh, I was playing with it a lot, and it's pretty. I, found out pretty quickly that it was a pretty stupid idea um but i wanted to start it and so i would say february is really when i started it um now keep in mind that the first episode wasn't until november of 19 so this is february and in february i really wanted to start it so i uh Got one of my buddies who was on my hall who um, I didn't know too well at the time. He would later be in an episode of the Rot Podcast. He's episode two, TJ Kosak. Um, I originally got him and we sat down at the Rot and it was video. It was a bit, very big equipment setup actually. Uh, there was it was my computer here as you can see uh, if you're watching this on the video, and there's another computer with a wide angle for a camera. Uh, there were two more cameras, one on me, one on the guest. Um, and then I had two mics. I didn't have just one big one. I had two um, two mics with headphones as well. So it was a huge setup. I had to walk into the rot uh, with like three massive backpacks. Um, I'm surprised they never stopped me. But um, and so it was just a lot of equipment. It's a big lug and. 
that is how it started. So here's a little bit of a clip actually um, from the very first time I turned the camera on. Here it is. Welcome to the Rod Podcast, the first episode. If you guys um, are joining us, which you are, because it's the first episode. So, <laughs> yeah, so that clip is pretty, um, you can tell I'm pretty nervous and uh, just didn't really know what I was doing, to be honest, uh, which I'm thankful for those early moments, honestly. Um, but anyway, so that episode with TJ, uh, I, th- I would say that we filmed that probably four or five times uh, throughout the course of that spring semester of 2019. Um, every time something would go seriously wrong, like let's say the end of the, our conversation, one of the cameras would be dead or, uh, the audio just wouldn't have been recording. There's just something silly and something small every single time that made it fall apart, uh, which I'm thankful for, uh, retrospectively, uh, just cause that gave me more time to really think about a serious message for the raw podcast. Uh, so now that we're in the summer of 2019, um, I made the Instagram. I kind of gave up on starting it in that that spring, uh, but I made an Instagram that said like "coming fall of 19" something like that, um, and um, that's just kind of how it was. It was just a big hiatus over the summer, and now we're getting into the fall, which is just this past uh, beginning of this school year, and everything kind of got in the way. Um, the ball of life started rolling, and uh, never really started it for a long time. And uh, it wasn't until a conversation I had specifically with uh, one of a brother of mine who's actually also in my community group. Um, we had a conversation uh, over lunch at Woodfire, and I would say this is October, late October, and really just talking about um, just life, honestly, and um, just this idea of, of taking action and, and pursuing dreams with action, and uh, it was something that I was accustomed to because of my experiences in this past, what, nine months at this point of not starting the Rot Podcast, um, and really starting to form that, and I remember specifically walking away from that conversation with just really like a headspace of like, oh wow, like I, this this should be like a message of like the Rot Podcast. Um, the, what had previously become my main motivator, which is just for like clout for famous people in Liberty's campus, um, that was my main motivator. That kind of downgraded to a big gray area. I didn't really know what to think about that. And my new main motivator was the message of the Rot Podcast as it is now. Of course it, you know, needed time to really form and, and sharpen that vision, but that's really how it started out and i remember uh the first episode when i actually started recording was exactly a year after my first thought of the the rock podcast um so my first episode was november 18th of 2019 and that is uh the one with uh, my friend chase and uh, Chase is someone who uh, was just a super awesome human, honestly. There were three things that I wanted that I was super passionate about that served as the tipping point for me starting. Uh, and I mentioned those in the beginning of the episode with Chase. Um, the first one is uh, if you try to... Uh, or Sorry, no. The first one was if... Um, that I was scared to start, or that's what I thought at least, but in reality, I was scared to be seen starting small. Uh, the second one was if I, if like, if you try to put off an ambition, then God has a way of getting to you. And the third one was, uh, which was the tipping point. I read, I was reading it in a book. It's a book by Francis Chan. I'm not sure which one, just because I read a lot of Francis Chan books, but 
I was I was reading that, and then that immediately made me want to jump. Not ten minutes later, I was working on the brand identity for the Raw podcast. I emailed Chase. I also texted Chase. I'll put a put a screenshot of that right over the screen, and and I, we started recording like the next day or two days later. And this is that quote. It says, "Sometimes people are paralyzed by the fear of failure. They're too afraid that they might do the wrong thing that they do nothing. We need to learn to err on the side of action because we tend to default to negligence." So many won't do anything unless they hear a voice from heaven telling them what to do. So why not default to action until you hear a voice from heaven telling you to wait? Uh, that is the quote that was the tipping point and really made me take this vision and this dream that I had for the Rob Podcast and just go. But I can tell you right now that the hardest thing to do was start. Um, I was on square one, and half of me was super energetic and excited uh, to start because it's a big, big uh, front window, very small rearview mirror because I was coming from nothing. It was a brand new blank slate, new brand, exciting. However, there was half of me that um, just could not manage to get to the second square. I was on the first square of the game, and I could not advance. Um, So that was the hardest part, and that was just all a mental block. of just really just working with what I had, which was not the best equipment and a lot of equipment and not the best connections, but really just just kind of going. And that's what made me start with uh, the first episode with Chase. And if you look back on that episode, we were both actually very, very nervous. Um, and our voices are very shaky. And uh, we ended up having a really cool conversation. And um, I wanted Chase because I saw a passion and a drive in him that not many other people did at the time. Um, and now... Uh, So I I guess at the time that we were recording, he really hadn't done anything big or notable. Um, But now, compared to now, like all that he's done, he's done so much in uh, Liberty Marketing, uh, in the athletics department, especially with the lunatics. Um, It's just been incredible to see him grow in that. And I'm super thankful that I was able to catch him almost for a little conversation on the Rap Podcast before he started with all of that. He's been a very core part of a lot of those things. And so... That was super awesome. And then the second episode was with TJ, who I had tried for so long before. Um, Just the planning worked out that he was the second episode after that. Um, And that was a good conversation, too. It felt so numb because we'd had the same conversation so many times, probably a half dozen times. Um, But it was good. And I can genuinely say that from every guest, I I learned something. and so it was It was really good. And then after that was Christmas break, um, Thanksgiving and Christmas break. So it was like about two months of no school. And I really had that time to really sharpen my mindset of the message that I want to put forth with the Rap Podcast. And also I picked up better gear. Uh, so I minimized it a lot. Instead of the two mics and the headphones and all that stuff, I just had one in my computer. That's still just what I use. Um, and I also had time to learn the software because I did not know anything about recording or podcasts or really anything. Thing. Um, so I used Christmas break really to do that. And then I remember getting back in in January and I was just out of gas. I had no one in mind. I didn't, I didn't really want, it was a personal conviction, conviction to, you know, reach out to the most famous people on Liberty's campus that I knew. So, um, I just kind of started looking around it's been incredible to see how God has just given me guests. Um, and this guest in particular for number three was Andrew Lenahan. He literally appeared in my Instagram. I was just on my Instagram and my feed and he was on someone else's story and I tapped on his profile and learned what he did. And, um, 
I was just in love with that. And that's how the third episode was really birthed. Um, that was a very pivotal episode because he was the first stranger that I had on the show. Uh, he was very well-spoken. Uh, he knew how to conversate. He knew how to tell stories. He made me very comfortable, honestly. Especially, it was especially weird because he was a stranger. Um, and I should have been nervous. But just the way that he was was just very comforting. Um, and so that was awesome, just how like God has used that. Um, and that was a huge pivotal episode because of that, because it was, he was the first stranger and because of those things. And more importantly, though, he really made me realize something about Liberty students. Um, previously, I just wanted these people that had these big podiums on campus um, because those are the stories that you hear about. You know, those are those people's stories. And you know who I'm talking about. Those people's stories are the stories they hear about. And I'm not discounting their stories, but at that episode, episode three, that was really a turning point because I then realized that, um, you know, there's not just a few dozen people with these really cool stories. There are thousands of Liberty students that have experiences and have dreams and have ambitions and um, are doing really cool things. And I immediately felt this obligation then to tell their short stories and to share that. Um, and so that is where that all started. And uh, right after that, uh, the fourth episode uh, is with Philip Bowles. Uh, he's doing some really, really cool things um, in the clothing and apparel industries. Um, and I learned a lot through him as well. Through that episode specifically, I learned really what it means to redefine success. Um, just with conversations and interactions with him and how I met him and everything like that. Uh, he's just constantly just shaking my worldview about what it means to be successful and take a listen to this clip right here it's not about results it's not about like clothes that that and you're not like results driven in the sense that like you're just faithful you know like it's not and i think that the, you know with this podcast it's on a lot is just like redefining success like what does success look like and um i think especially through like a company perspective, I don't think success is as much about sales as about like faithfulness. Yeah. Like it's, it's not necessarily about like how far what culture says is, is like how far have you come? What have you accomplished? Um, from nothing. But what, what I think if you live under the mandate of Jesus Christ, I think that says something else. I think that says what that says is like, how far have you come from? What have you been called to? Like, yeah. is that like, have you been called to what you are doing and what are you doing? What you've been called to that's yeah. successful. Yeah, and so that after that quote, I really just felt a responsibility to to share that, to share like what what does it mean to be successful, to really challenge that in my in my audience. Um, and then after that, at around this time, this is around February, I would say mid February. Um, at around this time, um, Sodexo and staff at Liberty Dining are really starting to notice uh, the traction that the Rot Podcast is getting. And so I had some really cool um, conversations and relationships and meetings and uh, things like that to happen over at Sodexo and Liberty Dining. And uh, So all those people are super cool. Uh, I actually got to take over their Instagram for a day. Um, they were, they're super supportive of the podcast, which I'm incredibly grateful for. Um, and then my very next episode was episode five with Duke Davis, and uh, he is Mr. Rot. And actually, that came about um, in, in, it was in a way that has nothing to do with Sedex or Liberty Dining, actually. He saw one of my previous podcast guests just in the Rot, and I guess there was some dialogue there, because um, a few minutes later, I get a text message that was a selfie of them two, and it was basically like, hey, Duke wants to be on your podcast, email him. Um, so that was super memorable of how that happened. Um, and then literally, I emailed him, and the next day, we sat down and we recorded it. And uh, through that conversation, he 
really taught me what it looks like to serve God in this capacity. Um, I think that God, this is me personally, I could be wrong about this, but what I'm learning is that I think that God's will is something that cannot be changed. Is something that um, although our career uh, and where we are in our life right now and our seasons can change, I think that God's will for us personally cannot change. And God's will for me personally is to help people. And so no matter where I am in life, I think that uh, me personally, that's that's kind of the niche that I have in my heart to uh, fulfill God's calling on my life. And um, so with this podcast, that's something that has really shaped my vision. Um, and so I'm incredibly grateful for that episode, episode five for that. Um, and then moving right along, episode six uh, was with Lee and Macy, the uh, creators of the Lynchburg Market. Um, incredible human beings, if you do not know them. I would highly recommend getting to know them. Uh, but they really taught me about um, just what it looks like to have a Christian filter on stuff. Um, take a listen to this soundbite. Very similar to um, this podcast, I don't want to put a Christian filter on even though this is a Christian campus. I want yeah, to uh, right. I want to highlight people's stories. Right. If faith is part of your life, if faith is part of your story, then talk. Right. I want you to talk about your life. You know? Yeah. And so I don't want to force anything. And, and yeah, and I, think that, I think that seems more natural. I think people will resonate to that more. Um, right. Without, like, because it won't seem like it'll have a narrator, a, narr- a narrative or an agenda. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> to it. That's really uh, is something I took away from. I watch every or I listen to every podcast episode that I make about three or four times, uh, even after they're they're done being published. And that's something that I really just caught on to, and I really just ran with it and journaled about it and wrote about it and listened to it, um, to really what that means for my own life. And it's something that, like, I never want to make this podcast a Christian podcast, like, ever. Uh, it is always going to be a podcast that documents people's stories, people's stories that are in this community. And if being a Christian or if having that, that set of beliefs or that worldview is a part of your life and a part of your stories and your experiences, then I want you to document your life. You know, in our conversation, I don't want to force that upon you. And that is something that I really took away from, from Lee and Macy's episode. Uh, and then moving on to, I guess, pretty recently because, you know, the whole COVID and quarantine thing happened. And um, so that was the, that's the setting of the last three episodes were recorded remotely because if the rots take out, then so should the rot podcast be. So uh, that episode, episode seven, was with Derek Rocky, the current student body president. Uh, Derek and I have been friends for a few months, and uh, it's just been incredible watching him grow in that capacity, especially uh, just looking back at the last two years that he's been in office have just been absolutely incredible with uh, progress and change for culture on campus. Um, actually, in episode two of the Rot podcast, TJ, my guest, uh, mentions uh, briefly uh, the work that Derek had done with the Lunatics. Uh, go ahead and listen to that. Are you going to go to the bowl game? Or you don't I think know so. Yet? You think you're going to go? I think so. I think they've okay. convinced me to go. I, I love the buy-in uh, from the mentality of Tougher Together. Oh, yeah. I'd, I'd love okay. to go support Hugh and uh, hoping the Lunatics show up. They're okay. a student group Jerry's on campus. Well, yeah, Jerry's Jokers. I, I'm, I'm kind of biased. I, I, I like the Lunatics, the Lunatics guys. They, uh, <laughs> they're changing the culture on campus for sports in a way that, that's unique. Mm-hmm. And uh, they have a drive. So 
talk about being prophetic because literally the name of this episode for episode seven now is Changing Culture with Derek Rocky. And um, the director for The Lunatics, Matt Grady, will be a future podcast guest as well. Uh, there's a little cat out of the bag there. But um, so it's just been incredible uh, just the way that that's worked out uh, with my relationship with Derek and with student government, which carried over to episode eight, which was an opportunity that I had to interview all of the SGA candidates, uh, which was awesome. Uh, it was super cool. I felt a huge responsibility to be very neutral and to give each you know campaign an equal playing field as possible, uh, which didn't necessarily... Like, I, I've, I consider myself successful in that, but it didn't necessarily go my way um, when I realized that there was an audio problem with one of the epi- with one of the questions for one of the candidates in the final in the published version of the episode, um, which really tore me apart. Like I really I tried so hard to be as even and as equal as possible. I don't think I you know I didn't obviously negatively affect um, the outcome of the election by no means, but just that minor technical issue like it was still audible it just wasn't you know pleasant um with just an audio error for one of the questions and uh just the fact that that was fixable just tore me to shreds um you know i was i sulked about that for you know a day or two um but that taught me a lot that really taught me to um like once something is out of your control then you should never dwell on that because it's out of your control you know, it's something to be learned from, you know, for sure, uh, because, you know, you can then approach that thing differently in the future. But uh, don't be overly angry at something that is out of your control because you're just wasting your time. Uh, so that was my biggest takeaway from that episode, which was the same takeaway that I had in episode nine with Dr. Karen Swallow Pryor, uh, who uh, I really wanted to leverage the opportunity for COVID uh, because, you know, we couldn't obviously have guests in the rot. So I want to take advantage of that and have guests that wouldn't normally go to the rot because of their scheduling or their time or whatever. And so Dr. Karen Swallow Pryor was one of those people. We had a really good conversation because she has she has a lot of wisdom in years that you know nobody no other no other guest has had. Uh, so that was really cool. But a similar thing happened there, which um, like when I published the quote under the social, uh, I mistyped a word, and that you know the same thing. I just crushed me, but. Um, that I realized to just really not dwell on that stuff, to learn from it for sure. Absolutely do that, but don't dwell on it because, um, you know, it's out of your control and never make the same mistake twice because if you've made the same mistake twice, then you've genuinely failed. Um, so those are all the episodes so far. Uh, I hope that you've enjoyed this episode, which is just really talking about what I've learned from those episodes. Um, and I have a few announcements as well, a few logistics here. So uh, number one, um, there is a Rot Podcast website. It is therotpodcast.com. Super excited to announce that. And my main thing with the website is it's really for people that aren't podcast listeners. It's for people that want to still be in the conversation, the ongoing conversation that I have with my guests. Um, it's for those people that want to be involved but don't have the attention or the time or the scheduling to listen to podcasts. So the rotpodcast.com, every episode that is put out, there is a short uh, article uh, on it on the website. It is a much shorter version for people who are on the go or for whatever um, to read. It's like a synopsis and it has quotes in there and it's just very useful and has uh, some takeaways in there as well. Um, so I'm super excited about that. The rotpodcast.com. Uh, 
Um, website. Um, and then the second thing here is gotten a lot of people come up to me and ask me about merch uh, just because it's just kind of, it feels like a natural thing to do, you know, when you have a personal brand like this. Um, yes, that will happen in the future. That's the short answer. Uh, but the long answer is I really don't want to make this about money and, or about me. Um, and that's personal things. That's not to fire shots at anyone else that has merch by no means. But um, just for me personally, I don't want to make this about anything other than the message that I want to convey in the raw podcast. So uh, I think that a lot of college students uh, use the summer to make money. I, you know, I could do that if I wanted to by making merch for the raw podcast, but I don't want to go down that avenue um, because I don't want to make it about anything else else so yes it will happen in the future but no not for right now basically uh, and then the last thing is the most exciting thing i think the rob podcast uh, has come under the umbrella of a much larger network called the dreamers and doers network it is basically uh continuing with the message of the rob podcast uh, to just chase you know consistently chase um dreams with action and uh, it's just taking that a step further uh, and on there uh, basically you will find lots of free resources and affordable resources um, for learning how to do stuff for um, whether it be building a personal brand um, or brand identity or content creation or graphic design or website development whatever it may be sorry i had a hiccup there Whatever it may be, um, that website, the Dreamers and Doers Network, uh, you will be able to to do that and to access hours and hours of video content um, to really just you know hands-on learning experience. And so, I'm super excited about that. That should be launching next week. Um, I'm not sure there will be something about it, um, but for sure in May, uh, that's just really the the roadmap of what we have going on here. But um, yeah, so I'm super excited about that. And then. I guess kind of related to that as well, um, just for as the the website, the Dreamers and Doers Network goes, um, there will be in-person workshops uh, in Lynchburg, in the community of Lynchburg on Liberty Campus in the fall and in the spring. Um, and that is a promise. Um, that is my dream for this thing. It may not look like something very soon. It may, not, it may be in just in the spring, but that is my dream for this, is to really just continue to help people um, in whatever way I can and the most you know free or affordable or accessible way as I possibly can. So um, that's it. Thank you guys so much for listening to the Rot Podcast for these 10 episodes uh, and just for this episode as well. Um, and I'm excited. This is now the end of the Rot Podcast for the semester, and I will see you all in the fall of 2020. All right, bye.